the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome. You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, senior pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston. Good morning to my People's Baptist Church family. Good morning to our guests and friends. Welcome to this live stream worship service, coming to you from the historic sanctuary of People's Baptist Church of Boston. The title of the message today is God's Purpose in what's happening today. God's purpose in what's happening today. No one can watch the news on television or on Facebook, listen to the news on radio or read the daily newspaper without coming to the conclusion that something is radically wrong with humanity. The level of crime and violence, death and destruction has reached the stage of sheer madness. Natural disasters such as COVID-19, the hurricanes, the forest fires, earthquakes, floods, and famines destroy millions of life each year across the world. Civil wars such as those in Syria, Eastern Europe, Africa, have brought death and unimaginable atrocities to innocent and helpless victims who are left dazed with fear. Human beings throughout history have questioned whether or not there is purpose to human existence. Do the events of history make any sense? Are they leading to a goal? Or is life, as Shakespeare's Macbeth described it, a tale told by an idiot, full of sound and fury, signifying nothing? There are many people today who agree with Macbeth, or at least with Shakespeare. Many respected voices, brilliant philosophers, teaching in the world's great centers of learning, say there is no meaning or purpose to life on this planet. There's no good toward which history is moving. That is how human wisdom views humanity's dilemma. But there's another philosophy, another wisdom, another voice which comes from beyond this world of time and space. It tells us there is a purpose that lies behind all that one sees in creation and in human life. There are three questions that I would like to focus on today in this message. 
The first question is, what is God's purpose for humanity? In Ephesians chapter 1, 9 through 12, the Apostle Paul gives us the divine purpose for the world in one vast and glorious sweep. He says in verses 9 and 10, God's secret plan has now been revealed to us. It is a plan centered on Christ, designed long ago according to his good pleasure. And this is his plan. At the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ, everything in heaven and on earth. The New International Version uses the word mystery for secret plan. You see, ever since Adam and Eve partook of the forbidden fruit and was escorted out of the Garden of Eden, the plan of redemption had been a mystery. How could sinful and rebellious human beings ever become reconciled and made right before a just and holy God? How could the sacrifice and blood of animals ever do justice to reestablishing the fellowship between God and man? Was there any hope for this sinful human race? Perhaps the real mystery was this. Why would God even want to redeem sinful humanity? For centuries, this remained a deep mystery. That is, until Jesus came, lived, died, and rose again, and ascended back to heaven to serve as our high priest and divine intercessor, and thereby solving the mystery that had plagued mankind for millennia. The answer was Jesus Christ. Man could not solve the problem of sin and degradation, but God could and he did. The crucifixion of Jesus on Calvary was not an accident, but a divine plan, something determined from before the foundation of the world, whereby man's salvation could be secured and at the same time God's holiness could be honored and protected. The mystery was solved by a miracle, and that miracle was Jesus Christ. Paul says, God's secret plan has now been revealed to us. It is a plan centered on Christ, designed long ago according to his good pleasure. No course of instruction, no university curriculum, no scientific investigation could reveal the mystery of God's will for mankind. Only God could reveal it. Yet we look for answers from television commentators and uh, news analysts and experts in various fields. As human beings, we desperately want to know what is happening. For deep down, we feel that we are going to perish if things continue the way they are going. The Apostle Paul tells us in Romans 8 and verse 22, For we know that all creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. We see this in the hurricanes, the disastrous floods, the tornadoes, snowstorms, the droughts, and 
the famines in various parts of the world. We see this in the monstrosities of nature, all of which give evidence that the earth is cursed as it groans and travails. Paul says in Romans 8.23, And even we Christians, even though we have the Holy Spirit within us as a foretaste of future glory, also groan to be released from pain and suffering. We too wait anxiously for that day when God will give us our full rights as his children, including the new bodies he has promised us. Yes, suffering and trial, heartache and disappointments, old age and senility, and finally death are experiences that we have to go through while we wait for the consummation of God's plan. But in the midst of this madness, in the midst of our heartache and sorrow, our faith in the God of heaven and earth enables us to affirm the words of the Apostle Paul in Romans 8.28. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. See, Paul is telling us in Ephesians 1 that in spite of all that we see happening today, and there's so much that our minds can't even comprehend the extent of the, of the evil that we see in the world, in spite of all that is happening, God's purpose is being worked out. And his purpose, according to verse 10, is to bring all things in heaven and on earth together under one head, even Jesus Christ. You see, God is working to unite all things in Christ. That is a rather amazing statement because it looks as if exactly the opposite is occurring in history. Things seem to be falling apart. Divisions are increasing among nations, races, classes, and even political parties in this country. Even in the church, people are not together. There are divisions of all kinds. Disunity prevails. But we should not let the present conditions discourage us because we are listening to a voice that comes from beyond this world of time and space. It is the voice of God who says, take courage, Things are not as they seem. I have things under control. But the second question is, how is God working out his purposes in the world? Ephesians 1.10 again says, And this is his plan. At the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ, everything in heaven and on earth. Now, God is at work in our society and in the world. There are many wonderful things taking place in spite of all that we see going on. The Church of Christ is alive and people's needs are being met. Salvation is being given by God to millions of people around the world. And um, God is moving towards the uniting of everything in Christ Jesus. 
is when Paul says everything, he means everything, things in heaven and things on earth. You see, everything includes the invisible forces at work in our lives, the evil principalities and powers struggling with the forces of good. Things on earth include all the visible forces of this world, the struggles between nations and the strife among individuals and political parties and, and um, the things that are happening every day around us. All of these struggles will cease one day and there will be unity in Christ Jesus. This is our hope. This is our faith. In his letter to the Philippians, Paul describes the process by which Christ becomes the head of all things. Paul says he emptied himself of the glory that was his from all eternity. He took upon himself the form of a servant and was born in the likeness of sinful man. Then he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even death on the cross. And so in Philippians 2, 9 and 11, Paul writes, Therefore, God has highly exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. See, so when you read the newspaper, in print or digitally, listen to the news on the radio and watch television, it doesn't appear that God is doing anything. But God is at work in the events of today, leading us towards the goal of history, that is harmony under our Lord Jesus Christ. It takes eyes of faith to see this. And most people cannot see it, but the people of, of, of faith, those whom God has renewed in Christ, can see in the midst of the darkness, in the midst of the, the, the problem is so, so great, so huge, we can still see God present, working out his purposes. You see, the un unbeliever will never be able to make sense of the events of history or even the events in his or her life. But through the word of God, we as Christians know that Jesus came to set things right and is in the process of doing that. He came to heal the broken relationships, to end the strife, to still the bitter, angry, hateful words that men say to one another. He came as a healing force into the world to mend all of the damage and bind up all of the broken hearts. Or oh, you'll never make sense out of the senseless events of today unless you understand what Paul is talking about here in this passage. See, God is at work in the world today. Every event is brought about and finds its meaning by the way it fits into God's plan. Look around you and see the broken lives that have been mended. Look at the alcoholics that have given up the bottle. Look at the criminals that practice crime no more. Look at the pimps that are pimping no more. Look at the drug pushers who are now pushing the gospel of Jesus Christ. 
Look at so many people who had no purpose for their lives, who found purpose and are now serving God wholeheartedly. Brothers and sisters, or being in God's house, worshiping in person or virtually today, is evidence that God is at work in the world, that there's a wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus Christ. So we could ask the question, why has God taken us out of nature's darkness into his marvelous light? Why has he laid his hand of blessing on us? Why has he given us comfort in the midst of sorrow, confidence in the midst of confusion, encouragement in the midst of difficulty, endurance in the midst of adversity, tranquility in the midst of trouble, and hope in the midst of hardship, in order that we might find meaning and purpose for our lives in Jesus Christ, not just in what we see happening today, but in our faith in what God is doing that will bring about one of these days. But the third question is, what is your place in God's purpose? Ephesians chapter 1, 11 and 12. Furthermore, because of Christ, we have received an inheritance from God, for he chose us from the beginning, and all things happen just as he decided long ago. God's purpose was that we who were the first to trust in Christ should praise our glorious God. As if you are a Christian, you have been chosen by God from before the foundation of the world with one purpose in mind to bring praise and glory uh, to, to God. Some Christians seem to think that God's purpose is actually to make them happy. And so they're surprised when something happens that makes them sad or that upsets their plans for, for, them, for their lives. That teaching derives more from popular culture than from the scriptures. God's plan for us isn't to make us happy, though that may be a byproduct of us doing what he wants us to do. No, what God wants of us is that we bring him glory and praise. God wants people to look at us, talk about us with praise because they see God at work in our lives, in his church, in his people. Not praise for us, but praise for God. In God's economy, the focus is always on the glory of God. Everything God has done is to the praise of his glory. In practical terms, God does not want us to spend our short days on this earth complaining and getting all upset because of the circumstances of life and about all that is going on in this society. Our Heavenly Father knows what is going on in our life and he knows what is going on in our country and in the world that he created. He wants us to bring glory and praise to him by the way we live, by the way we act, by the good deeds that we perform, by the hope that we express to others who do not have any hope. 
No matter how adverse the circumstances are, the people of God do not look negatively on life, but look positively, not because the circumstances are not bad, but because our hope is not in the circumstances, but in the God who is in control of the circumstances. No matter what is going on in this world or in our lives, God has got it under control and is using it for his purpose. We don't know exactly how things are going to be because we have been told by the apostle that no eye has seen, no ear has heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him. So we can't just look at the conditions that we are, we are living in and the situations that are, are so distressful and determine that this is what our future is going to be. So no matter who is in the White House or what is going on in Congress and the state capitals of this country, no matter what is taking place on Wall Street or on Main Street, no matter what the economy does, God is in control and that ultimately for his glory. That also means that God can use you and me for his purposes. You might be watching this service today wondering if God can use you. And I'm here to tell you that he can use you by the way in which you reflect his glory and his praise. Because he has a purpose for everything and for everyone, for those of us who acknowledge Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and call him our God. See, God's great eternal cosmic plan is being worked out day by day, and we are a part of that plan. We are part of the greatest project in human history, the salvation of humanity. God has graciously provided that in Christ we should have determination to face our difficulties, courage to face our crises, boldness to face our battles, peace to face our problems, faith to face our fears, strength to face our sorrows, and wisdom to face our situations, so that we who belong to him can bring praise and glory to his great name. As we respond with joy and acceptance to the situations that we find ourselves in, God is glorified, and in turn, we are blessed even more with divine resources to help us to keep on keeping on. Our God knows when our hands become tired. He knows when our burdens become heavy. He knows when our sorrows become great. He knows when our hearts become broken. He knows when our feelings become hurt and when our pain becomes unbearable. And he not only knows and understands, but he also cares. And as I look at this world and see the trials and the tribulations, the pain and the heartache, the hurt and the suffering, the racism and the sexism, the oppression of poor people, and all the other inequities of our society, I dare not say that God is using them to judge or punish those who reject him, for that would be totally wrong. God's purpose is to save human beings, not to destroy them. I'm so glad that I serve a God who is in complete control of the universe that he created and is working out his eternal purposes for humanity right now.
I'm so glad to know that there is no power that God cannot conquer. There's no situation that God cannot control. There is no door that God cannot open. There's no need that God cannot meet. There's no prayer that God cannot hear and answer. There's no fear that God cannot calm, no burden that God cannot lift, and no sin that God cannot forgive. Brothers and sisters, we serve a great God, an all-powerful God, a loving God, a God who is always faithful in keeping his promises to his people. And so, my brothers and sisters, the question is, has the Lord not been faithful to you over the years? Hasn't he been faithful to answer your prayers? Hasn't he been faithful to lift your burdens, to calm your fears, to dissolve your doubts? Hasn't he been faithful to guide your footsteps, to pardon your sins, to protect you from danger? And hasn't he been faithful to supply your needs time after time, day after day, week after week, month after month? And if he has been faithful in ministering to you in your time of need, in opening your eyes to see the glorious future that is before you, then I would say, hold on. The battle is just about over. Hold on, the course is nearly finished. Hold on, the race is almost run. Hold on, the Lord is soon to return to set all things right and bring everything in heaven and on earth under the authority of his Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and whom we'll spend eternity celebrating and thanking for his goodness to us. There is a hymn which Paul Rader wrote, and Paul Rader died in 1938, but he said, Fear not, precious flock, from the cross to the throne, from death into life he went for his own. All power in earth, all power above, is given to him for the flock of his love. Only believe, only believe, all things are possible. Only believe, only believe, only believe, all things are possible. Only believe. Amen. Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m., you can reach us at 617-427-0424. Come visit us in person or on the web at www.pbcboston.org. And tune in every Saturday morning at 1030 for another inspiring message of hope and faith. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The 
explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.